lose everyone. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. I see dead people. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? And knowing is half the battle. What the deuce? Must have the And I'll form the head. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take it away. What you talking about, woman? Wow, infotainment. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Transmissions Extra. This is the show that uh, we figured we'd do just to talk some crazy crap about stuff that we like. This is episode 31, and we are talking about Westworld this week. The HBO show that uh, really took the, well, our world by storm. And by that, I mean my world. <laughs> the geek world, maybe. That's true. I think Charles liked it too. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to, we're going to talk about Westworld this week. Uh, if you have not seen Westworld yet, uh, have no idea about it. I believe it was a book. It was definitely a movie back in like the seventies. It was I think. a movie first. Yeah. And then a book. Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have not had any experience with any of those other forms of media before, um, then definitely, uh, know that we are going to spoil the hell out of this thing. Um, so you've been warned and, uh, I'm not going to give you any kind of time to skip ahead to because we're just going to spoil it the entire time. So, yeah, so uh, if, if you have not watched the Westworld series at all, you might want to just turn this off, go watch it. When you're finished watching it, come back and listen to the discussion. Thought I said that, but okay. <laughs> Yes. I was just clarifying, that's all. All right. So Westworld from HBO is 10 uh, episodes for season one, and they finished their 10th episode, I don't know, about uh, two, month and a half, two months ago, maybe? It was um, like early before. early December. Yeah. So, yeah, a month ago. Let's go with a month. It was, and uh, I want to, I don't know how you else you guys kind of heard about it or- or whatnot, but uh, I believe I read a tweet from our friend Livio Remondelli, who said this Westworld show is fucking amazing, or something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing, but I thought, you know what? If Livio likes it, I better take a look at this. So I acquired the first episode and uh, gave it a look, and I was not disappointed. Uh, how did you guys come come about Westworld? Uh, I had heard, uh, like, before it premiered, I had heard that they were doing a remake of that old movie and that uh, Anthony Hopkins was involved and they were making it into a series on HBO. So I figured uh, I knew something about Westworld, how it was like, you know, robots going crazy in a theme park. So I was curious what was what they were going to do. So I was ready to, you know, I had set the DVR to record the episode and, and record the series. Cool. Yeah, I, I had heard about it from just from like Twitter and from podcasts I listened to that talk about media. Um, they were all just like hyped that it was coming. So I was eager to just check it out. And then I just I, I saw like the first few episodes and then just didn't get any free time and haven't been back. But I enjoyed everything I saw. Mm-hmm. And then like I think probably 
around the time I saw the first episode, I, I found out that it was originally a Michael Crichton thing and I, I'm a fan of his stuff. So yeah, that, uh, I knew that it was at least going to have a good concept execution, you know, is always hit or miss, but right. So yeah, Charles mentioned it there. Um, this, this show has a fairly spectacular cast. Um, and you, you hit the nail on the head with, uh, with Anthony Hopkins there. He's, he's, he's in this thing, uh, I believe right from episode one and you kind of get your mind blown a, a bit when you, when you see that Anthony Hopkins is in a TV show, right? Um, and, uh, we've got, uh, Evan Rachel Wood who plays the female lead and Cyclops is, uh, is, <laughs> is, is it James Marsden is his name? Yes. And, that's uh, right. and, um, I don't know the names of the other main characters. Um, uh, T- Tandy Newton is the, um, the whorehouse, uh, manager. Right. Yes. She does a fantastic job. Yeah. And, and the other um, engineer, the, the other guy. Yeah. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey He's, Wright. Uh, Bernard. Right. Yes. I, Bernard. I, I don't think I've ever actually seen him in anything before. So, um, uh, he's been, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, he's kind of a character actor. Okay. Um, he's been in, uh, the hunger games. He's been in, um, I, he was in that, he played Colin Powell in that George Bush movie that starred Josh Brolin. I haven't um, seen any of these. He um, was in, I, I'd have to look up his pay, his Wikipedia page, fine. but he's been, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Well, that's, I'm, I'm glad he's fantastic. He really does a great yeah. job. Um, so at the start of the, of the show, the first episode, it, it, it gives a bit of a, like Bill Murray's groundhog day. And you just seem to be replaying the same day over and over again. And where it's different from groundhog day is it's not a comedy. Um, a lot of d- terrible shit happens. Um, and, but it's, it's, it's awesome because, you know, it's, there's a slight variations to each day and at the end of it, it still just kind of resets and you begin again. And, uh, that hooked me. I was like, okay, well, what, what are they going to do from here? They can't just keep repeating the same day over and over again because that would be boring and nobody would watch this. Um, but, uh, right from the word go, uh, you can, you get the scale of this show and I believe I read somewhere that um, the 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 show makes great use of what they called the Game of Thrones money that HBO was able to throw at this, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you can definitely see because the sets and the locations that they have are just they're they're huge and amazing and and it's it's a very well put together show which you would come to expect from HBO. Now, um, the, the parts where the show definitely slowed down a bit for me, uh, around, I'd say episode three, which is unfortunate because that's where Jeremy stopped, um, and went to maybe five and, uh, cause the story just kind of stalled for me. Um, but it picked up immensely, uh, from, from six to, uh, to 10. Um, and as far as, uh, the story goes, 
at the end of the series, you get an insane amount of callbacks to the entirety of the the first season. I almost want to have to watch the entire thing again because so much stuff happened that refers to um, earlier on in the season. Now, I mean, I mentioned spoilers. I'm just going to fucking spoil it. Um, Everyone's a robot. (laughs) Basically, everyone's a fucking robot. It's crazy. Um, So Bernard is um, one of the head engineers at, um, I can't remember what the name of the company was. Oh, um, anyway, the company that is running the simulation and they, um, and you find out that, uh, he has been made in the image of the co-founder of this place. Um, what's his name? Arthur? Arnold. 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 Yes. Um, and, uh, so you get these flashbacks to, uh, Evan Rachel Wood's character having these interview meetings with Bernard, who you think is Bernard, but in fact, she's interviewing with Arnold uh, earlier on in the, during the creation stage of the park, which at the time you're watching them, you dismiss them as simple interviews with Bernard, but you, you think like, cause I'm at this point and you yeah. think that it's part of trying to figure out what's going on. Yes. What He's is going on with the character? Taking because her she... out and interviewing her. Yes. So you're, you dismiss them as he's just investigating because she starts to act a little funny. She starts to see past the, the game that she's been programmed to play. And, and so she gets pulled from the, from the game and starts being asked to, to repeat why she's doing what she's doing. And unfortunately, you don't really catch on to it because it's done so well. Um, and maybe that's not, unfortunately, maybe it's for the best because it is done so perfectly. The, um, the best part for me, uh, was right near the end when everything just came crashing together. Um, as Bernard is revealed to be one of these robots and, um, and then is able to, you're able to, in your own mind as a viewer, able to stitch it all together. Um, Charles, I'm going to throw it to you. What did you What did you kind of think here as you were watching it? Yeah, I mean, it, it immediately the first episode hooked me because the way the episode starts off, it starts with James Marsden, who is like he it it sets it up to make it look like he's the central character. He's kind of this you know this yes. cowboy uh, coming to this town, and you think, okay, you you know, you understand the premise. It's like a, it's kind of like a theme park where it's the old west, and tourists come here to take part in this, you know, giant simulation and have fun. So you think this is James Marsden is, you know, the main character, who's you know one of the tourists. He comes in, uh, then like after he, you know, he's he's interacting with uh, his would be girlfriend Evan Rachel Wood. And then at night, you know, they, you know, they, they are attacked by bandits and uh, he saves her. But then um, one of the real tourists comes in and just kills him and, and rapes her and kills her. And you realize, no, they're all robots and they're all there just to play this role. And the, the humans are the ones who are actually uh, kind of visiting all this terror and horror on all the robots because that's, they're basically their playthings. And, um, we forgot the the man in black. I forget his name. The actor's name. Who oh, plays Ed him. Harris. 
Ed Harris, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so that's another high power, um, you know, movie actor uh, yes. in the show. Um, and yeah, so he's kind of like he, he sets he comes up as thinking he's this, uh, you know, antagonist, but he's actually one of the main characters because he's he's an actual human and everyone else is a is a robot. Mm-hmm. So that immediately drew me in, like, okay, what's going on here? Uh, and as the show progressed, you know, as you mentioned, there are all these at at the time you're watching it, you think all these things are taking place at the same time, but then by the end of the show, you realize each of the separate storylines were taking place at different points in time, mm-hmm. and they all wove together in the in the last couple of episodes, which I thought was uh, was really neat. I mean, um, I wasn't paying attention to the the internet chatter apparently. Like a lot of people figured out exactly what was going on on the internet uh, as they were watching the show, mm-hmm. which is great for them. But I was, I, you know, I really enjoyed it, and I was, I did not see things coming at the end. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. Well, about maybe, halfway, <laughs> maybe about halfway through the series, I actually found out that there was a, a movie based. Like uh, this was a movie first, right? Uh-huh. So, I mean, I, I was, uh, you know, uh, you know, not. In educated in, in what this was. I, I just thought it was a great show, you know, happening. So when I found out it was a movie, I, I stayed quite clear from anything to, to do with it, right? I did not want to know, learn about it. I didn't want to know, you know, anything. And, and as far mm-hmm. as internet chatter goes, I also avoided it like the plague because anybody that may have watched it, the earlier version may have some theory that may be kind of changed slightly, but still holds true to the original source material, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and would still kind of spoil it for me, which I definitely did not want to happen. So, um, but, um, but yeah, you mentioned the man in black. So as far as different points in time, everything that happens in the show is going through Evan Rachel Wood's head. And I forget her names, her character name. Dolores. Um, Dolores. Dolores. Hey, yeah. Jeremy. Um, <laughs> Rhymes with a female body part. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is a Seinfeld. It's a Seinfeld pull. reference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not um, just making a crude joke. It's a Seinfeld no. reference. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, no, everything is going through Dolores's head and all these different points in time are all references in, in different groundhog days for her. So, right. so she has experienced the, the man in black as the man in black, but she's also known him as a young man, as, as someone who she fell in love with as, you know, uh, when he was a young man, which you don't actually understand and don't realize it until the very end, um, which that also blew my mind, um, because he kind of goes a little not bar um and and kind of you know just gets so involved with the park right um but uh yeah it's um it it really did cuz it really did tr- um make me want to pay much more attention to the earlier episodes as i was was getting through it um because i'm sure there's shit i've missed um knowing what happens at the end now um as far as uh, what happens to Arnold, the um, the partner of Anthony Hopkins's character, 
they started the park together. Well, he he does uh, he does uh, get Dolores to kill him. She he asks that she put a bullet in the back of his head while he sits in front of um, uh, like a, a, a tavern or a saloon, something like that. So, um, so yeah, he does die in the park, which is referenced right near the beginning of the show. Um, one of the first episodes, they say, what happened to him? Well, he died in the park. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did. But you don't, don't know it right until the end that he had Dolores kill him. Um, and then the final act, I believe of the entire show was to have that, uh, that action repeated with, uh, with Anthony Hopkins's character. He, uh, I don't know whether he asked her that hasn't been revealed yet, but Dolores walks up behind him while he's finishing off a speech and puts a bullet in the back of his head. Um, well, I mean, that, that was his end game. Basically he was, Mm-hmm. His end. His end game was to give the robots, I guess, autonomy by mm-hmm. encouraging. I mean, like, I guess his whole, like the the whole thing. I mean, at least what I understand from what he, the exposition in the show was that he his his thought was that the only way these these uh, androids could gain like autonomy and the sense of self was through this intense suffering over and over again, and then right. once they were. Once they could take their own actions, then he expected them to basically take over the park. And, you know, it seemed like he expected them to murder him and murder all the other, uh, you know, the corporate the corporate bigwigs who were there Mm -hmm. and the end party. I mean, that was, you know, he essentially, you know, he knew that the, the company was trying to take the park away from him. So. He just engineered this whole thing where the the robot uprising would take over. And now, do you think he's dead? I do. I mean, I, I think Anthony Hopkins is uh, he, he's he's a bit expensive, so I I don't imagine he'll be coming back for the second oh, season. See, so you're going with the logical route to well, he, to he had to go and, and film the Transformers movie, right? Of course, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but as far as like the story goes, I mean, he could come back in this middle or, or the late part of season two. Um, I would not be surprised if he didn't come back, or like it, it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't come back as a host at some point. See, as as the 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 watcher of the series, and as from watching his character on the show, I don't I don't think that would be something he would want to do. Um, like not that anybody really wants to die, but that, that he would engineer the killing of himself, faking his own death. That's something that I can totally see his character doing now. I mean, he did have the, 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 the entirely private, you know, place where he could build bodies and, and do that kind of stuff. That's where he made Bernard and that's where he, you know, had been doing all his other crazy crap um but uh to to possibility the the possibility of actually making his own host of himself and 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 having it deliver that speech because the speech was being held in the um in the park yes Mm -hmm. now hosts weren't able to kill humans though like regular people in the park 
they were only able to kill other hosts. But he engineered uh, Tandy Newton to override her programming. And then she, you know, she was like a virus. She spread it to everybody else. That's true. Like, remember remember when, like, yeah, they, when, all the other hosts started killing the other one, the other people, too, yeah. right? That's true. Like, when when the tech was showing her, she, she was like, uh, you know, I'm thinking for myself. And he's like, no, this was all programmed. Like, someone already right. tampered with your programming. And like he showed, like as she was speaking, her responses were coming up on the screen. Yes, yeah. One thing I didn't get, and maybe that was explained later, was the whole like a host could shoot a gun at a guest and nothing happened, but the guest could shoot and kill the host. Were those different types of guns, or no? Like that's it, what we're talking about, though. Is a you know um, they they so, they they never really explained that in the show, but okay. um, my assumption would be either. The hosts, like the hosts, have blanks, or the hosts just like always miss when they fire at a at a guest. Mm. Like they just they they are programmed to miss and not injure the guests. Okay. I well, just figured I mean, that the guests got a different gun when they came in, and the hosts. You, you did know. see you did see that the um, that I think it was uh, the man in black Ed Harris's character got hit at one point and it did knock him back, didn't it? Well, no, that the, he didn't, but he never got actually shot until the end, the very end of the last episode. No, I thought near the start, him. he did get shot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, within the first couple episodes, he got shot, but he just kind and of... Nothing happened. Yeah, but it, but it did knock him down or something like that, right? Oh, maybe, maybe you're right, yeah. Yeah, then I would guess it like maybe it's something like blanks or something. It's just I, a, know, I think or, it's just a technology with or the... rubber uh, bullets or something, I don't know. Yeah, some shit. Anyway. Um... <laughs> I mean, the the other thing, I mean, just the one thing that kind of makes makes me uneasy about the show is that uh, the implications of what, like, the people who go to visit this park, I mean, I mean, the, the, the violence is one thing. I mean, I think we all kind of understand, like, going somewhere to pretend to kill people but not actually kill people. I mean, people do that every day right. online with, uh, you know, with, with MMOs or whatever. Sure. Um but going to the park to like have sex with these people and like it's either so there's one of two things happening here when you're having sex with these robots either the robots are basically are not alive which means you're basically having sex with blow up dolls or they're alive which means they're sex slaves so either one of those options i'm, I'm not comfortable with so i, I well, don't beyond know how just the sex thing you could be going there to you know basically murder people yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. But it, then these people can just come back to life. Yeah. So, I mean, is it really murder or is it, you know, if they can just well, pop it just, back it, up? It reveals a lot about the the guest and, you know, yeah. it's like you really aren't, you know, you're, you're putting on a, a facade in the real world. This is the real you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know it, it is. It's it's a it's an interesting um, place if it were to exist because I know it would be a very popular place um, if it were possible. Um, but um, but no, it's a it's one of those things like um, you know. There's a lot of times where you're where you just somebody wants to you want to go on an adventure, and I think that's what the man in black just started wanting to do. He just wanted an adventure. But then he just got wrapped up in it, and uh, and then obviously fell in love with the 
the the host Dolores, and mm-hmm. and then just kind of lost his mind there. Um, yeah, I, I I'm not. I'm looking forward to season two. It's uh, it's one of those shows that have definitely worked its way into my 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 you know look forward to list. Um, uh, wait for it list, I guess so. Um, and it it went by way too fast the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure where to um, like the the one host that got out, Tandy Newton. Uh, she. She turned back at the last minute and was heading back in a, an apparent attempt to go get her daughter host from uh, from wherever she was located. Because in the the current line of story, she did not have a daughter, but she did have these nightmares that she had one, which was another line of story that was not running at this time. It's very mm-hmm. confusing unless you're watching it. Um, but uh, she was out. She was free. Um, does, does this storyline, like, I mean, we're running five, six storylines at this point. Does this storyline hold interest to you? Do you want to see her head back or is is her heading out into the real world a, um, more interesting? I think it would have been more interesting to have her out in the real world and see what, what actually happens there. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that also expands the the scope of the show. Like, if you if you go outside this, you know, the Westworld area, like, what is the rest of the world like? You you have to build a, a you have to do a lot more world building to to do that. Um, sure. But I I do like the kind of implication that each host has this core programming that they that makes them who they are. So even if they like, so that that was her struggle there because. Her core programming was that she's the mother to this daughter, even though she, you know, she's not really a mother. She's never, you know, it was just programmed Mm -hmm. into her and she she couldn't override that. You know, even though she knew that her daughter wasn't real, she, you know, she wasn't really she didn't really have this child who was you know, missing her. She still felt like she couldn't leave her. Mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting. But, yeah, I would I would have preferred to see her escape and see what happened to her. So would I. Um, the uh, and I think the uh, the other I'm trying to think of the other one storyline that uh, was definitely of interest. Um, the uh, the characters that were working for the company um, definitely had me had me interested. Obviously, the one the one girl that just went missing. Um, I I, I honestly I think she's dead. Um, no, they they did. They showed like uh, when when Bernard asked uh, asked Ford, you know, have you ever had me kill somebody like you had me kill the executive? Right. He said no, but then he had a flashback where he remembered killing that girl. Right. Like well, he they comes have, up behind her. Apparently, there is a um, uh, a little piece from the Westworld website, um, and this is something I saw on a YouTube thing um for for westworld now that the season was over i looked into a little bit of stuff the site for them has a a a a very childlike uh encryption code thing that you can uh go through and decode and once you've decoded it it takes you to this like map of westworld where you can uh where you pinpoint to her location and when you click on it it cl- it plays this voice clip of her just saying hello uh and that's it 
So hmm. they've left this small little hint of her out there. Um, so it's, it's possible that she's still alive. Um, but, uh, I, th- I thought, I thought she was dead for, I, th- I still think she's dead, but, um, um, and then the, uh, the thing that was teased right in the very last episode of, uh, when they were going through, um, trying to get, uh, Tandy Newton's character out of the complex, they came across what looked to be uh, a group of samurais, which, mm-hmm. uh, was very interesting because this would make it seem like there's not, there's, there's more than just the cowboy world. There's a, they're, they're either planning for or are already doing a, uh, a Japanese style samurai world or whatnot, mm-hmm. which would be really kind of cool for them to be able to jump back and forth from different worlds in the future seasons of the show. Um, I think, um, I haven't seen the movie, but I think the movie had, in addition to Westworld, there was a, um, like an ancient Roman and maybe one other. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be really neat to add in more than just the Western motif and, you know. Definitely. It, it would just be good world building. I think the books Crichton wrote afterwards, they were like Westworld was the first in the series. So there was like a samurai world or and maybe Roman world or whatever there was. Cool. Um, and I guess the other thing, I, I mean, I still haven't seen the original movie. But my understanding is that the the whole point of the movie is that it's just the robots going crazy and then the people trying to escape from the park. So it looks like this whole first season has just been the lead up to what pushes the robots over the edge. And then next season we'll get into the the robots just on a rampage and the the people trying to escape the park. Cool. It looks like the movie had Westworld, Medieval World, and Roman World. That would be very cool. They visit, if they have those worlds existing already and they and they go back to those, that would be really neat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can watch the uh, the Simpsons Itchy and Scratchy Land for a direct parody of uh, the Westworld movie, the seventies movie. <laughs> Perfect. Where the the itchy and scratchy robots go crazy and start attacking everyone. Oh yes, I remember it now. Well, they have to fight and fight. And fight and fight and fight. <laughs> and bite. <laughs> well, I mean, that should probably wrap it up for us here. Well, I, I wanted to bring up no, one thing. No, no, I talk- said wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, you, the music was really interesting in the show. That, I was going to say that the opening credits was is a really op- it was a really great uh, theme for this show. Well, I loved not, it. Not even that. Just through the entire, if you listen to the player pianos through the yeah. thing, it's like modern songs. Yeah, they're playing redone pop music. as player piano really? versions. Yeah, yeah fuck. Like, I, I got the um, Wikipedia page up here. It's got like Radiohead, No Surprises. Um, oh, No Surprises, Fake Plastic Trees, and Exit Music for a film. All that's Radiohead, Soundgarden, Black Hole Sun. I, I think I did come across. I, I recognized Fake Plastic Trees when they played it because yeah, I, you guys, I. There's one gunfight that's uh, set to paint it black. In yeah, Rolling Stones. Uh, really? You have House of the Rising Sun. Fuck. I, it's really, it's really neat when you hear that and you you're like, I know that song. I, I missed just, that completely. Yeah, they just completely recomposed it as 
player piano music for the time. So I thought that was really neat. That's cool. That reminds me of uh, of um, Apocalyptica I discovered in in college. They uh, they play Metallica. They they've gone on on to other things now, but they played Metallica music with with cellos. So oh, cool. <laughs> you'd listen to this classical sounding music, and you could play it during a dinner party or something like that, and you'd be like. And you just kind of get a glimpse of it, and you're thinking, is that? Yes. That's Ender Sandman. <laughs> you do anything with cellos, and it's immediately yeah. cooler. Yeah. So, no, that's awesome. I'm going to have to – I really am going to just – I'm probably going to just watch it again because it's a great series. It looks like they have also released the soundtrack, so I'm going to try to track that down and oh, listen now to I it because I think that would be cool. God damn it, Jeremy. Making me look for other things. <laughs> I have to contribute somehow. Well done. Well, if anyone else has anything else, or if if nobody else has anything else, I'm going to wrap it up then and say, go watch this show. It was really good. We give it three three out of four. Three and a three out of four hosts out of four. (laughs) What I don't know. Three out of four black hats. Yoshi's too busy to watch the show, so he hasn't yeah. watched it yet. Yoshi would rather play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Shut up, Yoshi. You know you would. <laughs> yeah, just ho- hope that those uh, NPCs don't rise up against them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you to Jeremy and Charles for joining me, because it would have been just me babbling on. Um, I'm glad we could finally get this done. Yeah, I have only been bugging you guys since the show started. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.